Hey, hey, how are you? This is Elisan. Welcome to another therapy time. A daily conversation that takes you from fight or flight to flow. So welcome. I'm streaming in live from Singapore and it's 10 a.m. right now. So if you are streaming in live or watching the replay, please do let me know where you are from. What time is it over there right now? Yep. So today we are going to talk about abundance. Because yesterday, um, my one of the members uh, was sharing her story about how she feels very poor right now. Um, she literally said, I am poor. So I thought that this is a good topic to talk about. And the essential oil that I'm using now is release. So you want to release all belief systems that no longer serves you and then you are able to call in abundance. This abundance, it smells strong but it has brought me a lot of abundance. Alright. Okay, hi Kat, hi everybody, hello, hello. Cape Town, Africa, wow, 4 a.m., good morning. India, 7.30, good morning. Trinidad, 10 p.m. L.A., alrighty, New Jersey, 10 p.m., hoo-hoo, awesome. So today's topic is about how to go from I am poor mindset to I am rich mindset, okay? So, here we go. Are you liking this topic? Brazil, 11 p.m. Wow, are you going to bed soon? Cool, cool. Singapore, yay, hello. I know you like that because you are abundance, love, and peace. All right. So it, it's not a good place to be in when you are struggling when you're trying to get your shit together when you're trying to make money you're trying to get out there do your thing change the world there's just so much on the plate right and then what is reality you're struggling to pay your bills day to day and it's not a good place to be in but it is a necessary place to be in right now for you to learn to grow and to learn to manifest. You know, you're like, what the hell are you talking about, Elise? Like, you don't understand. Like, I'm really struggling to pay rent and all of that. Well, I promise you, most of us would have gone through that situation. Even those celebrities that you look up to right now, read their stories. At some point, they were living on someone else's couches. They were homeless. Tiffany Haddish, right? She was homeless for three years and all of that, but she didn't give up. 
And for me, I had my own poverty story too. You know, credit cards were just crazy for me. Do you know, like in the past, I had such bad relationship with money and with debt that, you know, when the bank would send me letters, I would just hide it under my. I would just take it and hide it in my, in 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 the cupboard in the drawers. I didn't want to look at it. That logo, the bank logo, freaked me out. I don't even need to look at the letter. And at some point. Even um, government letters, you know, would freak me out. I didn't dare to open it because I was so afraid of getting into trouble. So if you have gotten into debt and all of that, it's just an effect of how irresponsible we have been in our lives, and we can most definitely clean that energy up by being responsible, one step at a time. At some point, I had like three credit card debt. Three or two or something like this. I think two. So every month it was just like paying the bills, paying the bills, and you have nothing left at the end of the month, and it's really, really uncomfortable, right? But this is where I was at paying the bills. You will pay the bills until it you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, and then you'll come to a point and you realize, okay, I'm gonna take responsibility. What can I do? About it right now, and part of taking responsibility could be calling the banks up, calling them and telling them your situation, and then negotiate something out. So that is taking responsibility, which is uncomfortable, but you gotta look at where your money leaks are, and looking at the money leaks may be uncomfortable because it is triggering our own irresponsibility and our. Just lack of responsibility. You know what I'm saying. So, start there. Start by hey hi Rana, how are you,、uh, my new soul sister. So look at your bills. Take the bills and look at your bills and ask yourself where are the money leaks. Sometimes I'm telling you, you see money leaving your bank account and they shouldn't even be leaving your bank account. And are you paying for things that you no longer necessarily need? So if you do not face You know, if you do not have the courage to face reality, then you have to pay for the consequences, and you have to bear the consequences. So this was what I did. I painfully looked at my bill, and I'm telling you, there are a lot of money leaks on my bills, and some telco bills that I've been paying that it has been totally dysfunctional, that I'm no longer using them, and some services I'm not using them, but still I'm paying every single month. So let's just start there. Take a deep breath. Look at your credit card bills. Look at your bills. Go through your daily or monthly expenses and go through them and see what is needed and what is not needed. Especially in the times such as this, do you really need the Spotify subscription? Do you really need the Netflix sub- subscription? Because you might think, oh, it's just ten dollars, but ten dollars adds up. And I, when I was struggling, and when you have fifty dollars left in your bank account. Ten dollars is a huge deal, and when you have fifty dollars left in your bank account, or let's say I had fifty cents left in my bank account, ten dollars is a big deal. So don't judge like this small action speaks volumes to the universe that you are finally taking charge. I mean, there's a lot of like you know thing out there. You got to go out there, live your life, enjoy this luxury, and you know live life as it wants. Yeah, you get there. 
when you feel you are ready to spend that amount of money. You get there when your vibration of with, vi- with calling in the energy is stabilized. You know, I also got sucked into this woo-woo thing like, you know what, you don't have to save money because I can manifest money as and when I want so I can spend all the money. Yeah, that's totally irresponsible. Now when I look at it, it's irresponsible. Yes, the, it is absolutely true that you can manifest money as and when you want, when you believe it. But when you are struggling and when you're in a place of neediness and desperation, your vibration is very low. The level of abundance is here and this is the gap. So you can still manifest money as and when you want, but if you are not here, you are manifesting everything that you don't want. And it then goes down the rabbit, the rabbit hole. It goes down the downward spiral. So you get to do the uncomfortable things first before you get to like enjoy luxury and all of that and luxury and okay, yeah, and whatever that you want in your life. Look at Oprah. She struggled too. So don't spend your money before you even have it. This is the credit card thing. There was once I told off this guy, okay, he works for the bank, obviously. And then I said, I don't believe in credit cards. He's like, why, you know, this and that, because I was in debt for 10 years, credit card bills paying my ass off. And it's so crazy, right? It's a habit. I paid it off and I put myself back on debt. It's a habit. This, this fight or flight is a habit, you know? So I canceled all my Disney Netflix accounts at that moment. The kids chaos started and I asked myself, why did I ever subscribe? What does SMH mean? <laughs> I'm, you know, a little bit outdated with the, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you ask yourself. So when I looked at all of my statements, I'm like, this goes out, this goes out. And I'm telling you, four or $5, four or $5 adds up. And when you sign up, it's like, um, oh, it's just $10. It's just $5. It's just $3. It's just, 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 right? And when you have all these just $3, just $10, it adds up. Of course, at the end of the day, you don't have money. You know, it's like, it's very, very dangerous to go into those $2 shops, $10 shops, or even $1 shops because you think it's so cheap. And by the time when you walk out, you are like $50, you have spent $50, you have spent $100 on crap that you won't even use just because you want to spend money. So these $2 items are very, very dangerous because if you go out to a Chanel boutique and you buy a $5,000 bag, at the end of the day, I'd rather you do that because when at the end of the day, you can see your bag. You can see where the money went. But if you're spending these $2 items, $10, I tell you by the end of the month, you're like, where did my money go? You don't know. So I'd rather you save the money and buy one big item and you can actually see where the money went. And you know, you can resell them, you can resell the bag uh, if you need the money. There's always a resale value. But these $2, $2, $1, $1 items, you can't sell them anymore. And when, you know, when I was really struggling for money and when I had to clear my closets, that's where my money went. The $20 shirt, the $27 skirt, the $30 thing. And at the time when you buy, oh, it's just $30. And then when you clear your closet, half the time, Half the, in fact, 90% of your closet, you don't even wear them and you throw them out or you give them away. That's money right there. That's money right there. So now 
I'm recycling my clothes because I know the 80-20% rule. I'm wearing 20%. In fact, I'm not even wearing a 20%. I'm just wearing a 10%. I'm recycling my t-shirts over and over and over and over and over again. You know, now I'm not working. I don't attend meetings anymore. I don't need those fancy outfits anymore. Yes, I have them. I'm just going to lose weight and fit into them. I'm not throwing them out. I'm just going to lose weight and, and, and squeeze my butt in there and save my money on buying something new. Why do I want to engage myself or get addicted over to, with the fast fashion because it's money spent. It's that void that you want to feel, that tem- temporary thrill of spending money. But then once you have the money, you, once you have the thing, that thrill goes away and you're like, well, you want, I want to buy the next thing, right? So why sabotage yourself like that? So I only buy things that I absolutely need and I know that I'm going to use it in the long run. Like there's this quote, right? I'm not dressing up for the community. I've got a family to feed. All the fancy ass clothes, I mean, it's like, I'm not, it's not going to feed my family. I don't know if I have $10 million in my bank account. Will my, change, change, my, will my spending habits change? I don't know. When I get there, I'll let you know. But in the meantime, I have to be very responsible and be very acutely aware of how I spend my money because I have this thing. I don't want to go back to my 50 cents day in my bank account. I don't want to go to my back to my $1 days in my bank account. I don't want to go back to the days where I'm thinking, how is my next paycheck going to come? You know, paycheck going to come. How is my next thing going to come? How is money going to come next? I don't want to sabotage myself because that's addicted to fight or flight. That's really an addiction to fight or flight. And I realized with myself, whether I have money, I also worry. When I don't have money, I also worry. This is pure addiction, ladies. Pure addiction to that worry. Pure addiction to the drama. When I would spend money, I would freak out. I go to the grocery store, I freaked out. You know, my daughter once told me, you know, there was one time where we went to the grocery, when we went to the uh, grocery store and she picked out a $11 cheese, like this cheese thing. And I freaked out. I yelled at her. I scolded her. How dare you pick such an expensive thing? Blah, 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 blah. This is blue. And I gave her a lecture, right? Because it was $11 and I didn't really have a lot of money in my bank account. And I allowed money to decide how to feel. And I yelled at my daughter over an $11 cheese thing. She just told me the other day. She's like, do you know how ridiculous you are? You were. You could have just told me to just, you know, get another one. And we change our personality. We change our temperament to a monster. And I hated that. I hated the feeling of allowing money to decide how to feel, what to feel. I hate it when money controls me. I absolutely hate it. You become a monster. I, not you. I became a monster. I don't know what you become. I became a monster. I became somebody who is really unpleasant to hang out with. I really became a bitch. I just became crazy and i didn't like it why because i allowed money i allowed money the bank account to control how to feel how i should feel how to feel so if you don't like it enough if you don't like that then it's time to change because it's not fair for my children and what am i teaching my children right what am i teaching them that money is more valuable than them it's truly a very small issue just change the cheese but I had face issue, right? I had the pride issue. Like I didn't want my children to know that I didn't have enough money, blah, blah, blah. So I now told her very honestly because I had money issues then. Very transparently. 
you know so i don't want to go back to that situation i really really don't if you don't then it's really time to work on your money issues it's really time to be responsible it's really time to really take a you know microscopic look at how you're spending money and your relationship with money it's painful it's painful but there's this saying right the truth pisses you off but it will set you free the truth sets you free but it will first piss you off or something like this some brilliant woman said this i can't remember her name the truth sets you free but but first it will piss you off so this is the healing process how else are you going to get to i mean the thing that you will say is oh if i have all the money in the world then i will not I, I wouldn't have this problem. If I have all the money in the world, then I wouldn't be this. If I have all the money in the world, then I wouldn't be feeling this. Right? That's also a lie. That is also a deception. Because then your whole life, you are waiting for this one moment, that one lottery moment that, you know, you will strike 50 million. Or you are waiting for this one moment, this big break that you will just become a millionaire overnight. You're just waiting for that moment. Unfortunately, these moments, this one moment is made up of many, many microscopic moments that lead you up to this one big moment. Okay? We are fooled, you know, when people say, oh, you can be a millionaire in three years. You know, it's like I did this and I made this, like I had a million dollar launch and da, 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 da. But they don't tell you how much time they have spent building that list. How much time they have spent networking? How much time they have spent rubbing shoulders with the right people? How much time they have spent studying? Right? So there is a lot going on behind the scenes before you become a millionaire overnight. Okay? So don't be fooled by this one big moment. It's a lot of moments. Oprah took 25 years to consistently show up on her show, whether it's rain, shine, thunderstorm, or she's sick, she showed up. So at some point, I did ask myself, if I do a show 25 years, I would get there. But after doing 25 years, you know, after doing two weeks of this kind of show, trying to be her, I realized that I'm not her. So now I don't want to be Oprah. I don't want to be Ellen DeGeneres. I don't want to be Michelle Obama. And I don't want to be whoever, whoever. I just want to be me. I want to be me. And then shine in my that space that God has given me and be responsible for this territory that I am responsible for. I was just talking to a client early on and we were just discussing and I was just telling her that, you know, in the course of miracles, it, it said that our only function in the world is to be the light for the world. Our only function. And sometimes when I pray and I ask God, okay, so what's my function? What's my function? What's my purpose? And the answer will always be to be the light. And I'm like, oh, how can that be so simple? To be the light. If you think about this, what does being the light mean? You've got to literally get rid of your own crap, your own density, your own belief system to just hold that light. And I gave her this analogy. It wasn't from me. It was through me. Like, look at the lighthouses standing alone in the sea on the sea in the sea somewhere out there in the sea that lighthouse okay is shining so brightly for the ships to pass and to shine the light and guide them to wherever direction the ships needs to go the boat the ship needs to go the lighthouse stands alone in solitude with strong foundation and just imagine all of us being that lighthouse 
in our own territory, we will light up the entire world. So you might be thinking, I'm not good enough. Like, who am I to light up the world? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so I had this conversation too. Alone, we are not good enough. But when we allow God and the universe to work through us and with us, then we are more than good enough because we are the light. We are the light. So if you shine your light, I shine my light, all of us shine our light within our territory and just hold space for people to just pass through us and then go to the next de destination, go to the next level. So regardless of where you are right now, like, oh, I'm not good enough. I don't have enough information, blah, blah. Maybe that is true. But as you hold your light and stand true to wherever you are, you are good enough because we are constantly growing. Where I want to be and where I am right now, there is a gap, right? I'm not there yet. But if I just honor and hold space and stay true to who I am and where I am right now, then right now I am good enough. So think about this. You hold the light, I hold the light, everybody holds the light. Then all the lighthouses lights up. Then don't you think that our light literally lights up the entire world? Right? So it is our job to fulfill our own destiny. It is our job to stay true to ourselves. And yes, money is a big part of our conversation. It is very uncomfortable. It brings, us a, it brings up a lot of worthiness issues, childhood issues, self-loathing issues, confidence issues, a lot. But where you stumble is where your treasure lies. I think that's what Joseph Campbell says. And Rumi says where the wound is is where the light enters. So if you just suck it up and be courageous to work through this, you are going to transcend and you are going to free yourself. For many years now, I had this like, oh, I'm so uncomfortable with money, this and that. And then my own guidance said to me, sit with it, suck it up, sit with it, work through it, Let the, sit with the discomfort and you'll never feel it again. Of course, when... You know, when the guidance first comes in, you're like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. You know, you're like, you're like half believing in it. You're like, you're not sure it's true. And now I can tell you for sure that I sat with it. I didn't run away from it. I dealt with my own insecurities. I saw the discomfort face to face. And I, that, that emotion, that worrying for money, that this, that, that just disappears. I mean, just yesterday I was thinking this, this passing thought, right? Like, oh my God, what's going to happen? It's a passing thought. But as long as I don't engage in it, and I now know that whatever that is removed from your life, God is going to replace with something even better. So why hold on to God? What God is trying to take away is wanting to take away from you and give you something even better. If you are losing an income, Trust that something better is on its way because God is a loving God. That goes back to your belief about God and the universe. And Einstein also said this, you know, you got to do yourself a favor and ask yourself, do you believe in a friendly universe or do you believe in a hostile universe? Because if you believe in a hostile universe and a punishing God, then you are going to walk through life really suffering. Okay, but if you choose to believe that no matter what is going through in your life right now, you still choose to believe there is a reason that's, 
that is happening and that reason is only for your growth and expansion and life is for you and not against you the universe has your back the angels your galactic counselors are watching over you your spirit guides are guiding you at any time every any moment that you are willing to ask for for feedback to ask for advice that universe has more than enough the universe has something ready for you you just need to step into it if you ready if you believe in that then whatever you're going through right now you are more willing to walk through it and journey this journey through this challenge because i have tried like throwing my bills under the carpet not wanting to see it what did it let me to it led me to more problems it led me to the banks calling me howling me showing up at my door and not you will not be left off the hook okay i don't know about how the system works in america apparently you can avoid the calls and somehow it gives you more time and uh i don't know maybe they have more relaxed rules right there but in singapore this is not happening okay and because i didn't pay my bill i didn't answer that call they sent me a lawyer letter and i on top of my debt i had to pay for the lawyer letter i had to pay for the lawyers as well that's additional debt additional cost for me that's like a thousand of a dollars so when you have no money in your bank account another thousand dollars on top of your debt it is <laughs> a lot to take in but i've cleared that so clear it one by one clear it one by one and first you have to make the decision to clear it first you got to make the decision to grow up because if you want to be the woman of influence if you want to impact and change the world if you want to make a difference then it has to start with your own self-governing you have to start influencing yourself first you got to start with your own self-leadership first are you leading yourself to where you want to go if you are not leading yourself then why would people want to follow you why would people listen to you right how can you be the light how can you be the lighthouse it's not easy if it's easy everybody would be doing it that's why the people on the top they totally deserve what they're earning right now because they did the work and so which is good news because if you are willing to do the work and prove yourself not to other people but prove yourself to yourself and to god that you are ready for more responsibilities then you will be given more responsibilities and then you will be divinely and generously rewarded right now we have to deal with our own shit first right by working through all right just start with your own reality right now you can argue or you all you want like no i believe in abundance i da 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 okay then check your bank account then check your reality are you happy with it because your reality won't change if you don't change so you can chant all day long i am abundant i am rich i am this i am that if that's working i'll be a skinny kabazillion trillion errors by now you would be too obviously that's not enough by just saying i am rich i am this i am that right then how come saying i am poor makes me even more poorer you know makes me even more of my situation that's because you believe you are poor you don't believe that you are rich and the law of attraction has to validate what you believe about yourself is as simple as that so don't you think it's time to now check in with your belief system what do i really believe 
forget about lying to yourself because your reality doesn't lie. Your bank account doesn't lie. It doesn't. You can try to lie to yourself, cheat yourself, but when you wake up the next day, it's still going to be this. It's not going to change until we make a change or we make a shift. And that shift does not have to be like moving the mountains, parting the Red Sea kind of shift. The shift could be like just saying, yes, I'm ready to be responsible and to see the truth. I'm ready to look at my bills. I'm ready to see. I'm ready to take responsibility of my reality right now. Because the good news is if you are willing to take responsibility of what's going on in your life and you are the cause of the effect, then you can change the effect. It's all you. It's not someone else. It's not the economy it's not your coach it's not your therapist it's not instagram it's not the government it's not god because we are given free will to choose it's a beautiful thing we may have unconsciously chosen our path but now if you are watching this you can now consciously choose another path for you and that's the gap right you have believed so much that i deserve crap right you have like hypnotized yourself to that belief now go hypnotize yourself to believe that you are worth it you know abundance is my divine right is my birthright you know it goes back to again what do you believe about god do you believe he, god is a punishing god or do you believe god is a loving god he loves us so much he gave us freedom think about that did your parents give you freedom to choose who you want to be or what you want to do did your parents reward you because you were a good girl that's conditioned love girlfriend that's not unconditional love Right? That's why we have so much shit right now. We have to clear our childhood trauma. It's like this because our parents wanted us to be who they wanted to be before they can love us. As long as we don't trigger them, they love us. Is this the love that we want? Of course, we are going to walk around thinking that we are not good enough. So the way God loves us is he gave us free will. He, she, it gave us free will to decide. We have that responsibility, but then yet as children, we were that responsibility, that freedom, that free will was taken away from us. And we were then put in this belief system like, no, you cannot be the ballerina. You cannot be the artist. No, you cannot be this. You can only be this. We were forced to put, we were stuffed in the box and we were told that our decisions are not good enough. So we are walking around right now thinking that we can't make decisions for ourselves because it'll always be wrong and other people are always right. So you need to start taking that personal power back and personal responsibility back and start making decisions for yourself regardless of what the result is. Right, You don't know like this the result is going to lead you to what. But we're always preparing for the worst case scenario and we don't want that worst case scenario so we don't make a move. We're always making the safest choice. Right, I'm not asking you to jump off the window. Okay, that's just crazy. But we've got to take the, okay, taking risk, calculated risk. What I mean by calculated risk is you pray, you meditate and you ask what is on my next step. And when you have this like 
wow, this moment, this gush of energy in your body, do this, even though it's illogical that this like, I want to do this, but it doesn't feel logical, but it just feels right. And if you just take that one move, that one move, that one move, it's going to lead you somewhere. That's that calculated risk that I'm talking about. You see, so this one, the next move might be you just looking at your bills and you change the vibration in the universe and letting the universe know that you are finally ready for responsibility. And then your path changes. Right? So sometimes I wonder why is my business not growing? Why is this not growing? Blah, 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 blah. And then deep down, you dive deeper. I'm not ready for responsibility. I'm afraid of responsibility. Great powers comes with great responsibility. Spider-Man said that. So if you want that great power, perhaps you are afraid of that responsibility. You are afraid of what people might think of you. You are afraid, you know, at a lot of times for us spiritual women or going on this path, a lot of our past lives, we have been witches, we have been, you know, like healers. Um, I don't know, is that goddess? And, you know, like high priestess. And in those times, especially in the medieval times, this was like a taboo and this was scary to people. And across all generations, we fear what we don't know, right? And then we were burnt to death. We were murdered. We were killed. And so when we die, we made this very powerful vow that we will never speak our truth but we want to keep our lives. So right now, a lot of us, when we speak our truth, we tremble. We literally feel like dying and we don't know why because you are actually in a very safe environment. And the torch, the, the, the burning and all of that is the people, what they would think of us, that's akin to like, oh, dying, right? But actually, if you look around, you are in a safe environment. Why should other people's opinion matter so much? Because it literally feels like death is rejection. When people disapprove of you, it feels like death because it's rejection. You feel like they have rejected you. We, have, we all have abandonment issues that we got to work through. I do too. And I work through them. And then once you work through your abandonment issues and you reassure your inner child that you will no longer abandon you because you can now take that responsibility, then you are free to be yourself. That's the freedom that we all seek is to be ourselves, fully ourselves, live life on our own terms, right? We are so obsessed with living life on our own terms. That comes with a price to pay. All right, and it starts with perhaps looking at your bills, calling the banks, making some negotiation. That's growing up. That's adulting. That's what adults do. Running away, that's what little children do. We're not little girls anymore. You know, ask yourself, do I have a little girl trapped in this woman's body? Am I age appropriate? Sometimes you see 60, 50, 70 year old women behaving like little children because for those, for those in that generation, a lot of them, they have their inner child ripped apart. They weren't allowed to be children, right? 
they had so much responsibility growing up then that there's the main thing was survival they had to grow up so quickly they had no time to have fun but right now we are in a very different generation right now but yet we have this like oh my god survival mentality that's being passed down so you cannot attract abundance from a place of lack because the vibrations don't match that's why you can chant all day long i am rich I'm skinny, I'm this all day long. And if you don't believe, if there is a yeah, right going up in your head, that's a clear indication that's a misalignment. So use that to match the vibration and say statements that are true. I am now learning to take responsibility because if you completely say I'm responsible and it's like, yeah, right, you're so far from being responsible you are just running away da, 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 da. then this whole entire story shows up but if you speak the truth like i'm learning i'm ready to be responsible say that is there a yeah right yeah but going on no because you are speaking the truth so the truth does set you free right so when i was fat i put on a lot of weight i've shared with you very openly I'm skinny, I appreciate myself, I love myself. That's bullshit. I don't. Honestly, I don't. I know you're supposed to love yourself the way you are. You know, you should be grateful that you have a body. Yeah, 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 I get it. But the truth is, I hate myself. I hate the body that I am. I hate that I've gotten myself this far to abuse myself. I was just looking, I was just looking at my videos yesterday, how fat I was, how chubby I was. Go look through those pictures, like the videos. It's there, it's recorded, it's, it's there. And I see how much abuse I've done to myself. I'm vain. I like to look good. Yes, nothing wrong with that. I like to feel good. But at that moment, I didn't feel beautiful and therefore I looked the way I did. Fat, chubby, and that kind of thing. I'm not fat shaming anybody. I'm just shaming myself and I'm allowed to shame myself. So I was in this like denial. Oh, you know, I love myself so much, but yet I don't. So I was being dishonest with myself. So then let me be honest. I hate myself right now. I really do. I hate the body that I am. I hate that I've gone through. Like, I hate that I've been abusing myself. And I'm like, yeah, right. Yes, you did. Good. So what are you going to do now? So then I started to love myself. I started to change the narrative in my head. Like, Elise, you're doing your best. You know, Elise, yes. You know, be gentle with yourself. Elise, I became my own cheerleader. I changed the way I talk to myself. Oh, wow, yeah. I can see why you hate yourself, but let's not go there anymore. Do you still want to be here? No, I don't. So let's do something else, you know? Because diet didn't work. <laughs> Exercise didn't work, you know? So what do I need to do? Forgive myself, okay? Let's do that, shall we? So it's like this one step at a time. You start talking to yourself nicely. Oh, Elise, you didn't do this. Yeah, I know I didn't do this. Let's do better tomorrow. We, I, and my body, and myself, and my mind, we became a team. It's no longer me. It's a we now. It's a community living within myself. Right? And so I'm happy that I've lost 10 kilograms just by changing the way I talk to myself. Right? And then when the first week is horrible, it's horrible. 
anything that you do, regardless whether you're looking at your bills, losing weight, learning a new skill, changing a habit, the first week is always horrible. That's why they say you need three weeks, 21 days to change a habit, to change a core belief, nine months to change a core belief, core belief. You have 21 days to change a habit because it's a consistent effort. So when you consistently do, I'm shit, I'm shit, I'm shit, I'm shit, then that, became, that becomes a habit and of course that becomes your identity because for such a long time you're telling yourself you are shit and you believe it. So to change it is slowly ease into that sentence, I am abundant, which is, I would like to believe that I am abundant. There's no yeah, but, because you truly would like to believe. I would like to learn how to be abundant. I would learn, I would like to be in the vibration of abundance, because that is true, unless that's not, okay? You make up your own statement. So that's how you go from I am poor mindset to I am rich mindset. Similarly, you won't lose weight overnight. If you do, there is a problem, shocking problem. You know, you're shocking your body system and you don't want to have more problems. The seeds, the trees, the plants do not grow overnight. If they do, there is a problem. Look at the hormones that is being injected in the animals so that they can grow bigger and fatter. There is a problem, right? That's out of the integrity of nature. Your baby, you don't want to have a premature baby. Right? You pray that you carry the baby through full term, but if you do, you do that. It's not going to be helpful. But then now we have, okay, that's another topic, but we have medical intervention and all of that now. But you truly, the, the nature's way of, you know, developing the baby is full nine months. If your baby pops up the moment it's conceived, that's called a miscarriage. And you don't want that to happen. You understand what I'm saying? So everything takes time. Good things takes time. Good wine takes time. Not that I drink anymore. Um, good wine takes time. It makes it time to, you know, marinate itself or whatever you call it, right? Even if you marinate something, it does take time. Overnight, it does take time. It just tastes better, right? When you color your hair, it does take time for the color to seep in, right? I mean, like, you really don't want the hairstylist to put on the color and then you remove it the next moment. That completely defeats the purpose. When you do your makeup, it takes time. So if we understand that everything in life takes time, then why are we so impatient with our own growth? The beauty, the journey is not, the destination is not in the, it's not about the destination. The destination is not the destination. The destination is the journey itself. Because how many times have you told yourself, okay, if I get this goal and then I'll be happy and then I'll be all set for life. No one said that ever, right? When you achieve your goal, what do you do? Yay! And then you create another goal for yourself. Right? When you have lost 1kg, you're not going to say, Yay! I'm, I've lost 1kg. Let me be. No. As women, we don't do that. We're like, Oh, 1kg. I can do that. Let me go forward, forward, forward. And then when you move to a healthy stage, you're like, Oh, I can do better. Now let me start training and toning up my body. You would constantly want to be in the space of you know, what's the next step? What's the next step of evolution? How can I do better? 
not be better because you're already good enough right now, but do better to serve me, um, to be healthier, to look blah, 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 and be blah, 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 blah. When don't you feel like when you have more money, you can do more, right? I was at this stage, so I shared with you, like, um, I wanted to really sponsor this child, but I have three children at home. So who do I choose? My own children or someone else's children? Of course my children, right? So when you have more, you can do more. You can sponsor both your children. I mean, not sponsor your children. You can both feed your children and you can sponsor other people's children as well. Okay? So I thought this is a really good topic because I have gone through this myself and you really need to, I mean, today you will not see the result. Maybe you do. I don't know. But if you're starting today, then give yourself time and give yourself and give the universe time to bring that to you. But the good news is right now, time is accelerating so quickly, you can do instant manifestation. So the faster you get out of your own way, the faster you believe you truly believe in abundance, the faster the, the universe works for you. When it's taking a long time because you have resistance. Do I really believe? I always tell this to my clients. If, you know, we are all obsessed with you know, being on Oprah. If Oprah called you today, do you believe you are Oprah ready? What would you do? Would you sabotage yourself and say, no, I'm not ready? Or would you say yes? So all these moments is building you up to say yes when the moment happens and then you don't sabotage yourself. How often have we sabotaged ourselves? You know, we go for a job interview and then we don't feel good enough, we don't show up. Or we just totally destroyed it, ripped it apart. Because we do not believe we deserve it. Same thing with relationships. Now that's why we are always dating crappy men because that's what we ultimately believe we deserve. We don't believe there's a man that is amazing and all of that. You know, are you welcoming love in your life? Money is love. Money is not evil. Money comes from God through people. Money is created by God. That's abundance and abundance doesn't equate to go to just money like yesterday my good friend like she had and like i've known her for 20 years this i've lived in this house for 10 years she hasn't come to my house okay to be honest i haven't gone to her house either because we're always meeting outside and yesterday all of a sudden she called me and said uh i'm going to deliver something to your house and her boyfriend uh, actually was part of the conspiracy <laughs> to deliver it to my house because he's like just something else right i like out of character for him to go all the way out for to do this and so she bought like pancakes for me she delivered right up to my doorstep and she saw my girls my girls saw her and they were so happy to see each other and 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 yeah and i said well thank you so much i mean i i didn't expect her to do it and she said well um her boyfriend ordered something uh for her his clients and so she ordered one for me too and they always had this intention of um, delivering this during this lockdown period and just to let me know that they are thinking of me. I tell you, I was like, oh, that's so sweet. 
And in the past self, when I was really, really just denying them, oh, you shouldn't have, oh, and I'll feel guilty for her coming. And I felt so much love from her and this gratitude. And you can be damn sure. No, damn, I don't want to use the word damn. That will be so sure. You'll be so sure. We will be lifetime sisters and friends till the end of time. We argue, we fight, we, you know, yes, we do all of that as friends. But that love for each other, we've been friends for 20 years. We basically grew up together, you know? Like, that was a little bit off character for her, to be honest. Like, because she lives quite far away from me. And now it's like, she's so afraid of like, oh, okay, this is another story. But I, I'm, I do not expect that from her. So when you're open to love, when you're open to like, miraculous abundance, these things shows up. Like, my young living partner she did the same the other day she just asked me are you home i'm like yes where else can i go and she's like okay meet me outside in five minutes and she just passed me this um this thing for the drink like i feel very loved do you understand what i'm saying so when you are feeling abundant it's not just money it's just you are in this vortex of love people just want to give you something people just want to love you for who you are because you love yourself for who you are and law of attraction has to give that to you because like attracts like and because i enjoy being with myself so much that my friends do really enjoy being around me it's like you know when i was in my 20s i prayed and hoped that my phone would ring you know, to like kind of like validate that I'm needed and I'm wanted and I'm the popular girl. Now, I no longer need to wish and I really wish my phone do doesn't ring, to be honest, right now. But when my friends would always invite me to gatherings and for breakfast meetings, they would always include me. Because I enjoy being with myself and so therefore I don't have needy desperation energy. And so then that's going to attract a group of friends who just enjoy your company. They enjoy you for who you are. It all begins with you, right? If you want to attract money, opportunities, abundance, and all of that, then you got to start believing that you deserve all of that. And you are do I'm doing all these live streams. I'm not paid, but I enjoy doing this. And I'm telling you, the universe is blessing me with in other generous, generous ways, very generosity of the universe so if i do this because i want something from you then that's condition i have an expectation but i'm doing this for a very selfish reason though because i feel good i have no expectation i don't know where these therapy time sessions are going to lead to and i don't care um, as long as i'm having fun you're getting something out of this session you are also having fun you're enjoying it then i'm just gonna do it until the moment where I'm like, okay, I need a break. I really do need a break. I'm not enjoying anymore. Then I'm going to take a break and see what shows up. So I can't promise you I'll be doing this forever, right? That's why I say let's do this for 30 days and then let's reassess. And you should do that in your life as well. Do something then reassess. You don't have to be so rigid and like, oh, I made a promise. That's why I don't believe in marriages right now. Because we, when we get married, we are at a different vibration, right? I mean, I do believe in marriage. I do believe in a sacred union. But it's like, I got married way too young. So I didn't know much about myself. But right now, when I make decision, I know it's for my highest good. And yes, I am committed. At the time, I can't even commit to myself. Right? So everything starts with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
Alrighty. Okay, what time is it now? I talked a lot. <laughs> okay, I really did talk a lot. Alrighty, so um, thank you for tuning in today. Uh, I'll be back again tomorrow, same time, same channel. I struggle with releasing expectations from myself, especially any tips. Um, well, with expectations comes with disappointments and then comes with self-judgment, right? So I, well, if, will you release expectation and let go of expectations because I said that? No. So you ask yourself, who is the one expecting you to perform? What happens if you don't perform? This is an inner child situation where you, there must be an expect, you, this is a learned behavior, right? Um, all of us have that we have high expectation of ourselves. We actually have goals that we, it's unattainable. We set ourselves up for failure, not success. So first of all, you got to redefine what success means to you. Where are you trying to get to? Like, why is that so important to get to for what? What if you don't? What if you fail? So be okay with failing. What if you fail? What if you can't achieve that? And be okay with that. Play with the worst case scenarios in your head and then be okay with the worst case scenario. It sets you free because it's not really happening. It's only happening in the mind. So it's actually pretty safe to that extent, but your body is going through this. So you allow your body to go through that first before it actually happens. And once it happens, it probably won't happen. Um, and then even if it did, you're much more prepared for it. And ask yourself, what would God expect you to do? It is, like, does God have any expectation of you? Um, um, it's against self-acceptance. You don't accept yourself for who you are. Why? So this is a self-love journey. Uh, it took me a long time. I just turned 40 and I'm finally accepting myself for who I am and really embracing it. All right. So this is a lifelong journey. This self-love journey, there's no destination. Can you love yourself more each day? Yeah, for sure you can. So start there. Start asking yourself, do I really love myself? Why am I doing this to myself? Why, why, why? Why do I really hate myself that much? Why am I causing me so much suffering? Why do I want to do this to myself? All right. Okay. So I don't have a lot of time left because Instagram cuts me off at 60 minutes and plus it's a tad too long to just sit here for 60 minutes. All right. So we will continue this conversation tomorrow, especially on the validation, why it feels like rejection. So let that be tomorrow's topic. All right. Why does validation feel like rejection? That's tomorrow's topic. So come back again tomorrow and we'll continue this conversation. In the meantime, have a good night. Have a good day wherever you are. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. And um, I'll see you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Love you all.